everyone. Welcome back again to what? The Iconist Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D for Deep Dark Delicious. You know how the deal goes. And at any time you want to find where I'm going to be or what I'm doing or anything we have on this podcast or any other stuff, because I do stand-up comedy, go to Barry3D.com. Has everything in the tour dates, everything on my my blog, and all that stuff, and links to everything we do, including all the social media for my solo stuff and the Iconist Podcast. Now, the Iconist Podcast always has another host, and that other host is my cousin, the, that 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 caramel chocolate looking brother, who will make the sounds thunder, spinning the turntables asunder. Bringing down the gods of light and thunder. You know, we're not talking about Thor, love and thunder. I'm talking about the one and only, my cousin, my co host, my compadre, my pat partner in crime, the one and only who? DJ Rod C. What's DJ up, people? Rod C. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Iconis. Listen, we're going to have some fun today. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me let me control composure, control composure, control. <laughs> Lady, you guys, you good? You good? I, you I good? think I'm good. I'm think I'm good. I'm think I'm good. Listen, shout out to the man that called Tyler. Tyler, I hear you. I know your mother. He knows your mother. He doesn't know who I'm talking about yet. No. JB's son. I saw JB last week at an event, and she's <laughs> like saying, she said, my son listens to you guys like like religiously. I'm like, oh really? So shout out to the man that called Tyler. What's up, Tyler? Shout out. Oh my gosh. I remember when I went down and this is funny. Okay. A half a second off, off subject. I'm a huge F1 fan. I mean, I, I used to be a fan when I was younger, mm. fell off of it, got back on, you know, watching drive to survive and all the formula one stuff. My, my brother-in-law got me back into it. Thank you very much, Dave. And I've been watching it fiercely, fiercely for the past few years, um, you know, and, and loving every minute of it. So, you know, I'm all about team LH and my birthday just passed. June 14th, right? That was, you know, last week, had a good time. And a few years back before COVID, I was down in Montreal. And in Montreal, I was saying, oh, man, I want to go downtown and, and hang out and just see, you know, because they close off Crescent Street. So when they close it off, they have a lot of parties and all that downtown Montreal. Down there, Freddie James is playing live. Okay, cool. But then they brought all, like, some of the F1 cars. And then all the people come out to see the F1 events. And I ran into Jaliba. And, you know, so JB and I, and, and Tyler, and we were there taking a whole bunch of pictures in front of like, you know, um, some of the race cars. So I will post some of those pictures up mm. there. You know, we saw Phantom Rolls Royces, right? We saw at the time the team was called Racing Point. So they had their, their pink cars with the, you know, the BWT, uh, okay. logos on them out there on Crescent Street. It was like, 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 like arms distance away. It was awesome. <laughs> yes. So Tyler, thank you for listening to the show, supporting the show. No, didn't know, but now we got you shouted out, man. And hopefully you remember that time because we were talking about Dragon Ball and the whole nine yards that that nice. evening, uh, nice. plus watching the cars. So Anyways. that being said, thank you. Mm. Do of course on the line of doing our shout outs. Mm. One, this whole world we talk about is is comic books, and we love everything related to it. But to keep certain things going, you have to support the books, meaning you have to support the stores. That being said, Wow Comics out in Kitchener. My Let's boy do it. Wes, Ramon, do it. Sydney, and Chris. Let's Check them it. out. Warehouse of Wonder, two floors, like oh, half a million books out there. And you'll see in upcoming episodes that I will have some statues that I picked up there myself personally. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice. 
oh yeah they hooked me up with some books uh from that way so yes definitely wow comics and if you're in montreal because i know when i'm in montreal that's where i'm gonna go and see my buddy trevor and pierre and dom and, and the other pierre over at check swings out on the south shore speaking of that i will be in montreal on august 26 27th with my comedy brothers a touch of gray matter we are on tour and we're nice. doing two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night. Nice. Woo! Right downtown Montreal on Saint Laurent Street. Everything is posted on my website. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to bring some madness. We have some special guests. And talking of guests, hmm. if you remember when we had Andrew Searles on here talking about Star Trek, Andrew Searles is in Montreal right nice. now performing different places. Me and him will be performing out in Kitchener on July 31st over at the crazy canuck and he's also doing a comedy show in montreal august 26th and august 27th so on the same date that we're doing a show at a different location he's doing this album taping so you know you can see one of our shows he's doing two shows we're doing two shows mm-hmm. hey mix match we'll have the crowd one night he can have the crowd night and then our crowds can intermingle and go to each other's show and have the best of all worlds while supporting comedy and seeing people up here on the show don't forget, we also have other fans of the show, or friends of the show, I should say. So one of them is Jimmy England, who does mm-hmm. Back to the Balcony. Look for the red micro- the black microphone on the red background. Can't miss Good. it. A lot of fun. I'm on some of those episodes and looking forward to doing more. I think that, that sums it up for myself. Mm. Rod, where can people find you? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me, as I always say, on the World Wide Web. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C. Also, you can find me playing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. Loving that, huh? That was nice. There you go. Loving it. So you can find you can find me up in there. Listen, we're gonna have some fun today. Oh, listen, no, we gotta we gotta throw one more shout out. That's yeah, we gotta do one more shout out. The man that makes us look so pretty. If you need overlays, you need mm. posters, you need a mm. logo, you need mm. any kind of graphic art design, you gotta reach out to the man that supports the show, and we support him. As mm-hmm. always, the one and only. Say it with your chest, Rod. Who are we talking about? Jay Bird, Bird, Bird. Digital, digital art, art. Jay Bird, digital arts. Mm. Tell Jason that you heard about him on the show. Look him up. Yo. Works great. Fair price. Can't go wrong. All around good Yo. guy. Comments in all our videos. Thank you, Jason, for supporting the channel. And we will always support you. And being said, we have merchandise. So if you go to one of our links, Redbubble, you'll see some of our merchandise there. And he did this kick-ass graphic design for the Touch of Grey comedy tour that we're doing in Montreal. It has, an, and we've got shirts. So if you're looking for the shirts with that logo on, reach out to myself, reach out to David Sokolowski, because that's myself. As a source. Touch of Grey is me, David Sokolowski, Thomas Patrice, and Zolf Ali. Reach out to David Sokolowski. Shirts are $25 plus shipping and handling. Have one, support the team. There we go. Let's go. Now, hmm. we can get into the show today. For those who have seen the name, you know who it is, but we're going to break it down our way. So on today's show, the icon is... Hmm. I-con. Huh. Wait, wait, huh. wait, 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 wait. How, how do we do that? Is the right icon on. on is... Iconis. The icon, icon is... is... Icon. Icon. Icon by milestone comics whoa whoa we've been doing our milestone comic month here 
just because Juneteenth is here. This is the month, mm-hmm. and I think these characters and comics kind of represent that theme. So we kind of put this theme together. That was our little pitch. Yes, we do do some work beside between the jokes and the music. <laughs> and we saved Icon. Uh, you know, I would say best for last, but he's all. We still got more to go. So got, on today's episode, I said we're talking about Icon and Icon. In 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 in, in a bottom layman's terms, Black Superman. Okay. That's the archetype okay. of the character. That's we we know. There's no hiding about it. Mm-hmm. Very similar kind of. Well, you know, their, their origins have similarities, mm. but there's there's those little nuances that make the difference. And Pretty we dope. spoke about Rocket last week, who we said was the gateway, the eyes into Icon, and somewhat his social conscience. But now we're going to talk about the man who looks at things black and white. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> So, Icon, who is he? Where'd he start? Well, let's go, right? So, Icon, even though it shows DC Comics as a publisher, Milestone Comics was a division of DC. They had a, their own little room where they did and did all the creative stuff together. The character was written by Dwayne McDuffie. Rest in peace. He's no longer with us for a while, but his work carries on. So, thank you, Dwayne. Definitely. We're doing this Definitely. with much respect and love for the characters you created. I wish you were here to hear and see how it's infected and impacted people more in a positive way. So Dwayne McDuffie was the one behind pretty much this whole world, the Dakota, Dakota universe. The penciler was M.D. Bright. Right? It's almost like M.C. Light, but M.D. Bright. There we go. The anchor was uh, Mike Gustafich, and letters were by Steve uh, Dutro. Forgive me for mispronouncing the names. I apologize. So this character is created by Dwayne McWright, sorry, Dwayne McDuffie and M.D. Bright. Those are the two artists and, and sorry, the writer and the artist who created this character icon. And he was created in May 1993. And his comic book ran for 42 issues. Right. In total between the dates of 1993 up to 1997. Now this character has had his own main run in his own book from issue one. And we talked about his origin a little bit when we were talking about Rocket, but we're going to get back a little bit more into it but from his side of point of view. Meaning he was an alien. He was on a freighter, a ship, a cruise ship. It got damaged. He got to the escape pod. You know, he ended up crash landing on Earth, right? Very kal ish His normal skin color was like a blue skin color. Yeah, bluish right? gray. And when he crash landed on Earth, he, he didn't know what to do. So obviously it's almost like Transformers where when they, the art crash lands, it sends out like, you know, probing, probing, probing. Uh, so he did the whole, you know, he saw someone running towards him. He saw what they looked like, probed it, and then had the, his escape pod rearrange his molecule structure to make him look like that person. Right. Henceforth, they turned him into a little black baby. So he was a grown man, but got, you know, changed into skin color, black. Because I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, because I'm black, black, y'all. (laughs) And made him an infant. So when this woman came and saw this capsule, she didn't question it. It just opened up. She saw the baby. She took the baby out right away, and she ran away with the baby. Now, keep in mind why this is important is because when he crash landed on Earth, it was during the time of slavery. In 1893, if I have my dates right from what the comic book told me. Oh, sorry, 1839. 
I had a dyslexic moment. Excuse me. So in 1839, that that's where she picked him up and ran off. Now his original name, in, you know, is Arnus, A R N U S. Uh, hold on, maybe I'm, I might get missing up my notes. Uh, oh, nope, 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 nope. That I messed up my notes. Okay. Uh, oh no, that's his name. His yeah, alter, Arnus. No, Arnus, Arnus is his alter ego. Yeah, his alter ego. That's his real name. Whoops. Okay. See, I wear glasses, but sometimes you know can't read my own rating moments. So his name is Arnus. And, and that's how he got up. So now here's where I think this is a different perspective. Crash landed on Earth, pretty much as a you know did the whole baby thing in a spaceship. Got picked up by uh, an Earth person to take care of and protect and raise on their own. Clark Kent landed on a farm. Present day. Right. Raised. Okay. They got, he got either adopted, how they want to do it. They've retconned his origin so often, but we all know came, crash landed on the farm or not too far away, found by the Kents, raised by the Kents. Right. He crash landed in 1839 during the time of slavery and was saved by a, by a slave and raised during slavery. So he's seen everything from then to now. That's slavery. That's the Civil War. That's World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, the Great Depression. He's long lived. We never get an idea of how old he is at that moment or how long his species can live for. That We, we just know they're long lived. They never really touched it. And he, you know, stayed with that persona where he would get old. To, you know, a normal man kind of thing. And then he would fake his death to come back as his descendant. Move around the country. Very intelligent. So he would go back to that spaceship. He used that spaceship to put knowledge in his brain to understand Earth, customs, culture, the whole nine yards, education. And became a lawyer. All those years with all the things that have happened. Not once did he think to reveal his powers to anybody. And on top of that, he just kept that spaceship hidden. That spaceship was able to camouflage itself right away, turn invisible. We got it. The problem is, is he never gets rid of the spaceship because he needs it to fix the radio to communicate back home for someone to come and get him. They're, he was basically waiting for, for Earth technology to reach up to give him the ability to fix his equipment to get, you know, to, to leave planet Earth. But in the meantime, yes, I will just secretly just be alive. And as Barry said, eh, I passed away. I'm his son. Are you sure? No, I, I'm his son. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And he's up to version four. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, he went with the name Augustus Freeman fourth augustus freeman the fourth so he started off with augustus freeman came back as augustus freeman the second came back as augustus freeman the third came back augustus freeman the fourth clearly this man's a a fan of george foreman (laughs) yeah i guess so got those grills got those grills if you don't know about george foreman you look up go and look up george foreman and look up the name of george foreman's kids And then you'll catch, if you didn't know, now you know. Go and look it up. You'll see, he's like, wait a minute, is that a typo? No, he named his kids all the same, named after him. Listen, I I haven't, as a side note segue, I've thought this many times and I keep forgetting to go and look for it. I wonder 
How is it now that you have George Foreman the third, who is a third son? Because this is what Barry's trying to imply. If you didn't catch on, George basically named all his kids. All his kids. It's not. It's not descendants. It's not like after him, while the kids were alive, he gave them one, two, three, four, five type of scenario. So when number three has a youth, does he call him three point one? It's four, four point one. Are they going to keep the trend of their grandfather has set up for them? Well, this is going to be interesting. Okay, I like that. Because, yeah. because, because you can't. It's hard to now say how are like George Foreman third junior. So he's three. He's he's three point two. If you want to say that, or three point one. That's right. It'd be like George Foreman three point oh. George Foreman 3.1, 3.2, 3. 3.3. I think that's how he's going to name the grandkids. I don't know. He's, 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 I think he's, he just named all the kids that one name. So this way, he's got a couple of shots to the head that if he call it George, he can't hear the daddy. That's not my name. No, no. Y'all, that's George. your name. Y'all when I call George, I want you all to show up. When I say, George, hey. clean your room, I mean, all of you. Clean wow, room. that household must have gotten confusing. I mean, he punched drunk. All right. <laughs> Sorry, about we have sideways. We're back on. Back on track. Stay on target. Stay, Stay on, on target. target. Mm-hmm. Pull so, the line. Right. So this is what he is. So at this point, the time where the book picks up an issue number one, he's Augustus Freeman the fourth. Right. He's a successful corporate lawyer living in a nice house, minding his business all alone. You know, and, and when you get into his history, you find that he did try to date someone on Earth, but of course, since he doesn't age like anybody else was, he for him was one and done because it was painful to watch the woman that he loved get older and it's not the fact that she got older but she died and he's still here right. so he lives a very secluded life always trying to wait for technology to catch up he's worked with hardware to give hardware some technology that helps hardware with his suit because hoping that hardware would you know uh reverse engineer some of the tech so he'd be able to help fix his ship and the communication aspect of it so this way he can reach out to the rest of his race and get picked up i mean pretty much he's on the side of the road waiting for space caa that's basically that's all it is. That's funny. So w- while he's doing that, he's minding his own business at home, and all of a sudden he hears some people breaking into his house. Now him being him, he goes down here there to take care of business, and he kind of sees these four teenagers, you know, three guys, one girl. Turns around, takes them, and it's one time that he shows off his power. You see that he has the power of flight. One of them freaks out, ends up shooting him. He falls down. He's like, "Oh my god, you killed him." Next thing you know, he sits up. He's like, no, 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 no. You didn't kill me. I was just surprised that you would actually pull the trigger if you saw a man flying. And subdues all four of them, tells them, leave here. Don't press no charges. I'm not going to press any charges. Do something positive in your life. But if I find you do something else, I'm coming for you. If you reveal my secret, I'm coming for you. So he made that very clear. And that's the first time where he meets who would be his future partner at the time, Rocket. Right. Because... He lets them go, and while she's there, she's there with uh, one of the guys as her boyfriend, future baby daddy at this point, and she decides to go back and confront him, saying, you have all these powers, and you're turning around saying, we have to do something better for our lives. And he goes, yep, if you, if you don't do anything wrong, you won't have any problem with the law. You do something wrong, you know, that's on you. It's very black and white. There's no shades of gray. He's not looking about the, the systems keeping you down, because for him, he was a black man. He came up in slavery. So when rocket's talking to him for the first time before she takes on that that role she's like you don't understand what it's like to be the struggle and he's like oh i don't understand these are all the things i've gone through da, 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 da. i more than understand 
And that's what she said. Well, if you understand so well, how come you're not doing anything? She's like, you should be a symbol for our people. You should stand out and show why we should have some hope and look up to someone like you. And he's like, oh, why? Just because I can fly? He's like, no, you have all this power and you haven't done anything to help your people that you've emulated. Right. And when she put it to him that way, and then she quoted a writer that he likes, he realized that she wasn't just a street thug. She was smart and realized what she wanted to do in her potential and that she had a point. And, and, and all the years he's been on earth, he finally turned around and said, okay, well, what do you expect me to do? She's like, hey, put on this costume and you should be an icon for our people. That's it. That's your name. Icon. Gave the mask. He's like, okay, I'm going to try it. <laughs> Pure jokes. Pure jokes. Pure jokes. No, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, you know, uh, you can see that was all pretty much packs into issue one. Now, in issue two, of course, now the police are dealing with a hostage situation and they have the gun belt, the SWAT team is there. And what do they see? A black man that can fly in tights. Oh, my gosh. Who do you think the cops start shooting? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh it, dear. It, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It's You know what? It's funny when you say that particular that particular scene. I see it's a slight similarity to uh, Hancock. Yes. So it has that similarity like saying, good job, officer. Yeah. You're doing a good job. In, in the sense, in, in, in the sense, like saying like, um, you, 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 I'm surprised to see you like, you're scaring me. Like you're, 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 you have the ability to be a powerful person who could, um, what are you doing here? Who are you? Why, why are you in a super suit? What, what, what? I'm confused. Pop, 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 pop. Really? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm trying to be helpful. You don't, I, I didn't do nothing, you know, wrong. You're like, oh, good God. Oh, good God. Well, yeah, man. And that's why, as you said, back in the 80s and in the early 90s, you used to make jokes all the time saying, why is Superman white? Because people would be afraid if they saw a black man flying. They're like, oh, God, no. <laughs> He's going for my purse at supersonic speed. I know it's a stupid joke, but if you catch what the thumb of what, uh, you know, Mike, sorry, uh, what, you know, um, what Dwayne. the creators were doing at the time, mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, sorry. Yeah, Dwayne and everyone else, a part of Milestone, they were taking experiences they felt seen, lived, and they put it into these characters, these characters in the same situation. Mm-hmm. And superpowers does not stop racism. Superpowers will not stop certain situations. But Icon was supposed to give people a, a sign of hope. And he went in there, and they hit some hard-hitting issues within this series. So he mm-hmm. went in there, he stopped the criminals, he came out. But at first, the cops started attacking him. Now, keep in mind, he's invulnerable. Uh, you know, Raquel, who goes by Rocket at this point, has that belt that gives her that force field. And when a cop hit her, she hit the cop back because that's something, you know, that she wanted to do. Not going there to start a fight, but the fact that, oh, you hit me, but now you hit me and it doesn't hurt. Well, I'm going to hit you back and let's see how it feels. Right. And bring them down. And that's, you know, something as a person of color, you're going to sit there and go, oh, you always hear those phrases like stick it to the man. Well, that, that's where it came out. And during that whole scrimmage, Icon didn't do anything. He just said, calm down. Don't do anything. We're not doing anything wrong, officer. Why are you trying to hit me? Why are you trying to shoot me? He stood there very calmly for the amount of power he has because on par, his powers bring him on par with Superman. Correct. Right? He's not just a Superman character. Like he really is Black Superman and on par with that. So this goes back and forth. 
they get that settled. They understand it. He goes in there because keep in mind, he knows the law because in his, in his secret identity, he's a lawyer. Goes, deals with it, sees the mayor, figuring, you know, and he understands the mayor is trying to manipulate him at one point. And he's like, no, I won't be manipulated and, and goes on. And they would always meet at this one bridge where it's a rundown bridge and they always kind of meet up there. Oh. Icon realized how things have deteriorated, how things are a struggle for Black people. And he really went out there to be a ray of hope and show that you can live your life a certain way without resorting to violence. A lot of the times with Icon, he never throws a first punch. A lot of times, he doesn't even get into a fight. He'll let people hit him, and he'll just stand there and say, okay, we're done. Let's talk. And I like that approach also. It wasn't that because you're in a superhero, fists are flying, fists, you know, you start punching your way through anything. He really sat there trying to understand once, you know, Raquel opens his mind to it. So these are his story arcs that I thought were uh, moments that were interesting with the character. He does help out Raquel in his own way. He doesn't take pity on people, but at the same time, he will help those that want to be helped. Right. He does get in there and tries to stop those that are not doing Right. And, and I really like the fact, as I said, he wasn't Mr. Going in there, blowing, blowing things up. His goal was to work with others, team up, keep people safe and make a better tomorrow. Clearly, clearly icons, icons position was more of the, 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 um, not to say the delegate, but he was basically trying to be the, the person of, of trying to be a person of reason. He wants yes. to be able to have that conversation with people and basically state, like, say, okay, like you said, why are you shooting at me? Let's talk about it, whatever the case would be. His his approach, and this is the great way that the writers, Dwayne and them, were bringing it to give this character a different a different approach of things. We've our custom, like we're saying, Icon is basically the black Superman. Yeah. We are accustomed to black to to Superman, you know. Assessing a situation, he was, he was, he was, again, he was America's Boy Scout and everything like that, so he was good. But he would then approach it sometimes with that type of confidence of, you know, sometimes hit first, not hit first, but, you know, Superman at least will, might have to come fist to cuff. The great thing about Icon, Icon was giving us the, uh, the, uh, the viewpoint, the point of view of if I'm someone who is black in America and have superpowers, I'm going to be are going to be looked at as someone who is uh, a threat. I have to approach them from a different angle. And the writers were able to portray that very well so we can understand, like Barry's saying, very rarely or ever did you see Icon ever made the first blow. Was always trying to be the delegate, the delegate, be the delegate at that point to try yes. to resolve the situation. So that was a great thing about uh, the character and how he was portrayed. And it, it made a difference because you don't see that you don't see that type of approach that often. No, not at all. And and one and, and they and I said when they turned around and didn't shy away from certain storylines. One of the storylines I liked that they dealt with is he's going out there, he's dealing with crime, and, and a group of people see him and they walk up to him and it's like, "Hey, icon!" And they show you like he has no respect for half a second. And then like, well, he's like, "What's the problem?" He goes, "How come you're always you know cracking down on us, meaning cracking down on black people? You're you're stopping black people." How come you, you know, you don't patrol white neighborhoods? And he had to stop himself and look. He's like, well, I'm mostly in a black neighborhood because I'm a black person. 
It's like, well, how come you don't stop any white crime? He goes, well, I do. And then that was a story arc of saying that he was always there, you know, policing the black populace, but not white. Mm. And he had to kind of deal with that storyline. Uh, you know, I, I, some other fun storylines that he came up with is their take of Power Man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They, they turned around. They dressed him. They drew him in his classic kind of costume the same way. So he had like a, a yellow leotard, right? We still had the metal headband, right. you know. He didn't say Merry Christmas. I can't remember what he said. He still had the Afro. And what it was, he had a very similar origin to, to Luke Cage where he got, you know, picked up, thrown in jail, got an experiment, and gave him the diamond hard skin, increased his strength and all that. But his brain was still frozen in the 70s, even though he was currently in 1993. Three, yep. So he's walking around talking like he's from a 70s black... Uh, black black rotation. Yeah. Black rotation. Right. Rotation. Right, right. If you if you're not sure what I'm talking about, go back and catch a more recent one. You go and watch um, uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. With, with, with Michael J. White, you go and watch you know Black Dynamite, and you'll see that's exactly how he carried on. Ah, oh, hilarious! So that was their kind of poke at that, and you know I I, I like the fact that as I said they kind of poked on the Luke Cage persona, even mm-hmm. though I like Luke Cage. You know, you got to take it. As a comedian, you got to take the joke. You got you got to give the joke. You got to take a joke. Right. Um, and the fact of you know, they put up some things of hey, you're always patrolling black neighborhoods, not white. And then you know he changed to say no, I'm global. It's just I'm more focused here because. And he looked at Rocket and Rocket's like, well, it seems that we're always here. Yeah, we got to go and expand our horizons a little bit. With that, he comes across another person in the Blood Syndicate who's also from outer space, and they have a conversation, and he's able to finally communicate and kind of call. We have someone come and pick him up and take him back home. And there's more to that storyline. But before we get ahead, let's just say, let's keep to the basis of this conversation. So why do we keep calling him Black Superman? Not because he can fly, not because he's invulnerable, but let's go through it. He has, you know, superhuman strength, which is on par with Superman. Super speed and reflexes on par, which, you know, definitely superhuman Superman. He has superhuman stamina, flight, as we mentioned before, you know, and, and he manipulation of gravitrons and magnetic fields you know he can go way beyond supersonic superhuman senses so that's like sight taste smell hearing he's got all that enhanced mental mm-hmm. perception right so his it's it's he, 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 man is pretty much a genius right. invulnerable you know healing factor energy generation and concussive con- con- concussive force bolts mm-hmm. stun bolts He's got all this in his repertoire uh, and, and a bit more. So it's really important that at the time when Milestone was going and they decided to close down Milestone and bring all those characters together under the DC banner in the DC universe, it did have a competition between Superman and Icon in a storyline called Worlds Collide. This went on for um, a month or a month or so and brought those characters to par and really had Superman and Icon fighting and were forced to fight each other in that storyline. So he is that archetype character. But unlike Superman, he had experienced racism. Unlike Superman, his his family and friends are still out there. Unlike Superman, you realize that he left family behind that he gets to see again when he gets back home. Right. You know, He's a Tamarian, happened all there. And on top of it, 
they got brought into the DC universe. Now, he, even though we don't see him much, they're still there in the DC universe, and Rocket is still around. Right. And Icon, I think, just needs a good storyline to see, bring this character out about. That's for sure. So you see him crisscross in all the other books. So you'll see Icon show up in Hardware. You'll see him show up with Blood Syndicate. You'll see him show up with Static. Mm-hmm. So he does show up in all these books to one degree or another. They do crisscross. He has made appearances on TV where you've seen him on um, Justice League. Uh, sorry, Young Justice. You see him in the background a couple right. of times. Right. So he, it, it, you know, it, it is definitely there. Uh, in politics, um, is there in politics, he's got his political views. But, you know, I, I guess you would say he's more of a conservative Republican. That that's the best way to kind of describe where his persona is. He gets there. He gets right. there. And his relationship with Icon, and I don't mean a romantic relationship, but the relationship, it's a true friendship. He looks at her as a friend, maybe a sister, someone he really can confide in. And as I said, she was the one that came up with the whole Icon idea, and he went with it. I think it, at that time in his life, he was done hiding and wanted to just be out more. He it didn't know how to do it himself. Right. I mean, and, and if you look at it, since he was born, Landis slash born in eighteen nine and eighteen thirty nine, he's been through slavery, he's been through oppression and all that, you know, the Great Depression, slavery, uh, you know, just just the certain type of turmoil that's been, you know, in American history. So you're now looking at the seventies, going to the eighties, going to the nineties, and at that point, now at that time, even when the writing of the story, life has been much better than previous decades generations so he can clearly say that i agree with you in that regard barry that um the way the writers wrote him as saying you know what i I should do something now now i'm not trying to hide my 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 abilities hide myself from from the outside world so they can start recognizing that because because he he was part of the milestone world there was no indication of any other type of heroes to my re- immediate recollection um prior to him you know what i mean mm-hmm. that i can think of off the top of my head nope. um because everybody we're talking about rocket we're talking about static and everybody all came out from the dakota big bang um explosion you know that type of exactly. theory that you know so nothing was really brought to light beforehand so i'm gonna take it that now that life is much better than it was for him years mm-hmm. ago, realizing I have the ability and that I can like say, you know what, I make I, I, sh- this young lady has opened my eyes to certain things because right. I think it is in episode two that he was again like you were saying that he was just like having a like a mental check to himself. He was doing his, his own like self self awareness to himself and realizing that yeah, I I have these abilities life is not the greatest for black America. And let me, you know, she swayed me to make me rethink my approach and how I, me having these abilities and just staying quiet, I should be an icon to people and see if I can do something better with myself. So I would say that not because in the 1980s, eh, maybe he wasn't thinking that too, too tough type of, you know, Cold War and all that kind of stuff, Reagan and all that kind of Gorbachev, stuff I can remember from back in the days. Now we're getting to 90s. You know, things a little bit better, you know, like R&B is going good. Bobby Brown's out here. New edition's coming up. You know what I mean? Like, listen, you got some good music going on. Like, say, you know what? I think I, I think I can step out and, and start doing stuff better. So 
I'm gonna go with that. Tony Tony's been dropping tunes, you know, like there's a pop daddy coming up, you know, bad boys breaking up. Let's let him come together. Like, you know what? I think I can come together. So I'm gonna say that it was a perfect time for him to like reveal himself and bring himself to the forefront. Eh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can go with that. I can definitely go with that. And just so I remember, the character we're talking about, his name is Buck Wild. So that's who the mm. Luke Cage version of in the Dakota universe was, was Buck Wild. <laughs> mercenary man. <laughs> Instead of, you know, Luke Cage hero from higher, it was Buck Wild, mercenary yeah, man. Mercenary man. Wow. That, yeah, that, 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 he needs his own thing. So we've gone through that. We've gone through the history. Now, in, in, in this whole world, you know, we've been discussing it about it over and over, and we're really going into milestone you know, milestone comics the whole month of this. We're gonna come down. Who 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 would you see playing this iconic character called Icon as we discuss it on the Iconist podcast? Let me let me let me say who I'm gonna I'm gonna bring. This person is already in the comic world. He's on the opposite side. So it's not DC. He's in Marvel. But you know it has some characters, some actors are able to play you know, another universe and coming to the DC universe. Right, right. I would like to bring to the forefront Mr. Winston Duke, a.k.a. <gasps> yes, Mubaka. I could see him um, when he was, listen, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Um, he has that, he has the ability to be that serious face and have that sternness, as we know from Mubaka and so forth. Yeah. I can see that it's not fully portrayed in the comics that he has, let's say, a funny side. You know, um, the icon has a, f- not a funny side, but has a more relaxed side. But when I've seen him in uh, Spencer Conf- Confidential, when he played, let's uh-huh. say, the updated version of Hawk. Right. He, he gave a different spin to Hawk that I wasn't expecting, and I liked it. And I liked it. So he had that roughness. But he had the ability to be, you know, still have some soft. He had, you know, he had a soft side to him. And this is where I would appeal to that for when he had the conversation with Rocket and how Rocket was able to persuade him to to have that. Again, even when he was Mabaka, Mabaka had that soft side. Like, right, right, you right. Know, so, so that's where I'm like thinking, you know what? I need someone who who is known to be a solid, a solid actor, a person who's like when you see him. Like he is, he is a, a a vision of like, yeah, yeah. You are an icon. You are something that, we're, listen, we've we've loved him in these two shows. Mobaka, like he took, the, he he stole, he stole the scenes. He stole the camera when yeah, his time was. was on. He stole the camera. He just gravitated you to. So I'm like thinking, yeah, for me, icon will be Winston Duke. Just saying, that's Ooh. just me. Okay. Okay, I got to give you that. Okay, so I went through a couple of schools of thought for Icon, right? Mm-hmm. Because as Icon, he really has to stand out. So first thought, I went with um, 50 Cent, uh, you know, because I know we always reach out to 50. Woo! I listen, I know we haven't spoken that part. I was about to say, when we come back there, I, in my head, I was yeah. thinking, we, we, got, we, got to, we have to have a conversation with 50. Right. But you brought 50 to the forefront. Right. So that's what oh! I said. I know 50 likes more the producing than being in front of the camera, he likes being behind the camera. So I'm like, okay. And would 50 go on for like, a, a, you know, would you want to do a one and done movie or would he actually go on for series? So I was like, no, man, go deeper. And then of course, Idris Alba. But I'm like, nah, go deeper. Hmm. And then I hit with, um, 
uh, hold on. I, I said, oh, let me really go off kilter. And I went uh, Maurice Chestnut. Right? Okay. Right? And, and I, he, you know, he's got the height, he's got the physique, and I'm like, he's already on show, and I'm like, eh, I've seen him do uh, obviously comedy, I've seen him do drama. You know, right. And I'm like, okay, let, let me see if I really can push it. So then I did come across Winston Duke. Mm-hmm. Right? Your boy, Mubanka. Mubanka. Right. And I'm from Black Panther. And I'm like, yeah, that's still good, but I want to see. So I went finally in my final decision after all this. And let's show you just my frame of mind when I'm looking at the mm-hmm. character, reading it, looking. I went with uh, uh, Travanti Rhodes. So Travanti Rhodes was in the movie Moonlight back in 2016. He was in the movie The Predator in 2018. 12 strong in 2018. So he's, 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 you know, got to look. So when you see him, if you were to shave him down, like shave off his beard, I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's six foot. Like he's a tall brother. Right. Right. You know, he's six right. foot. He's got the physique. He's got the eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that kind of portrays, cause I'm thinking, okay. And I really came down to like, you know, uh, I said Travis Duke, uh, Travante Rhodes, and Maurice Chestnut, and I was like, or Maurice Chestnut, and uh, uh, you know, and I was really kind of playing around with it, but finally I landed on uh, Travante Rhodes. That's that's who I'm gonna go with as my final answer with him okay. to play the icon. He's got these eyes that mm. portray the power, but he's controlling it at the same time. Like it's kind of okay. the thing of. I can punch you through three walls. I'm looking at it. I'm looking to look at you. So you know that I'm thinking I can punch you through three walls, but I'm not going to do it yet. Keep talking. Let's see what we can get to. Are we good? You understand my power? Now let me talk to you. Mm -hmm. Go through with it that way. Uh, This this is who I see that can play. In my personal opinion, if I had to cast an icon movie, Mm -hmm. Or a series, this is who I'd go with. And just on a side note, there was a icon web series that was out a couple of years back. So take a peek at that one, everyone. Mm. But if I had to go big picture deal, and, and that's exactly what I want. I wouldn't want I know we're always saying like a lot of times series, I would say icon needs to be a big picture deal. Icon rocket. It, it, it would cool to see them in series. But depending on what it is, you know, you got to give them some more meat on the bone, so to speak, to really get into these characters. Right. So that's who I'm going with. So I know okay. you're, 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 that, that, that's my thoughts. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Like I, I'm looking at him and I, 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 could, I could see, I could see, I could see something. I could possibly see something. I won't lie. I could possibly see something. Right. Like I'm here with what you're saying. And I'm like, okay. You give me that look, like you know the picture that he has currently right now. You can see, like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I could hurt you. I uh-huh. could hurt you. I could. I'm just let me let me know. Once you know, but we're good. But don't okay. take away anything from Travis Duke because that's who I was looking at one point. And I'm like, and then Maurice Chestnut was like, you know, so mm. that that that's 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 where I'm at. And as always, okay. right, fifty. Where you at? I was it. up in the club. Didn't see you there. <laughs> Shit. What's going on, fifty? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. You know, <laughs> black, black. Was it black? Black mafia family. 
50. What happened? I'm still with the whole adage of, yes, let 50 be the executive producer on all the projects dealing with Milestone so we can have some authentic street awareness of where these characters are come coming from mm-hmm. and put it together. 50 build that world. That, that's what it is. Not Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, you don't understand. You, you, don't, you, you can't even get Batman and Superman right. Right, you have the people to play them, and then you give them these BS storylines at times. No, no, I like who you pick. I don't like how you use them, or you cut mm. them too early. You know, so let's let's let's. The, your best thing is you should do what Sony did, where Sony let you know Marvel take over for Spider Man and, and made Spider Man the way he was, but then y'all Sony took it back and you did Morbius. So Warner Brothers, let me give you the best example you can do. Let Fifty do what Fifty needs to do. Let Curtis Jackson put this together. You sign the check, let him put it together. That's mm-hmm. it. 50, have your people reach out to Warner Brothers. Make sure someone calls us on the way too so we can be there uh, once you have everything said and done because we want to do interviews. That's all it has to be. There you go. There you go. Listen, this is a great opportunity. 50, we were saying this, man. You know, you, you have you have the, the track record to build iconic stories, yes. to build iconic um, uh, universes. Like, th- this is what it is. Like, power is just a universe on its own. Yes. So, so giving you that, listen, like, like I said, like, hopefully someone has said something to you once, you're, you know, once sometime in passing, and I said, yo, you know what? Have you ever thought of doing some type of comic book type of characters and maybe it just wasn't you know but it might might have might have not have been at the right time everything is in the season i'm just saying you plant this seed now you're gonna harvest you're gonna harvest this 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 is a good opportunity like check it out man check it out right on so that's it that's all gonna be funny that's all gonna be Everyone wins. Nobody loses. Only time we can lose is if Warner Brothers takes control. No. So, <laughs> that being said, <laughs> we gonna wrap this up real quick. Where Rod, you're going with Travis Duke, Winston, Winston. Duke. Sorry, no, Winston Duke. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Trevante Rhodes, mm-hmm. who could play icon in the world in a movie, maybe a good series, limited series, uh, right? But he's got to be the big character. That's what we're saying. 50 executive producer of the whole shebang Warner Brothers just signed a check just signed a check 50 make sure you reach out to us brothers and 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 this is how this could come to be yeah that being said this is in line with our episodes of Juneteenth so happy Juneteenth everybody celebrate that we know it's past but this is why we kind of gear it up to do milestone during the month of June also it was also my birthday and remember, like, subscribe, and share. Don't let the channel be a secret. Let people know. Let's oh, go and get it done. Any last thoughts, Rod? No, listen. Everything is... Uh, everybody, make sure, as Barry said, sign, sign, sign by subscribing, support, share, pass this on to people. Listen, we're out here. We're having fun. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Just let everybody know it's spread the love. Let everybody know what we're doing. And listen, again, have any comments? Feel free to drop it in the in, in, in below, down below. In the comments below. 
we check it out, we will we will check it out and answer back whatever possible. Let's do this. Listen, we're all ha- we're all here to have fun. Let's go. I exactly is exactly. Let's, let's all do it. Let's all come together, man. That's right. And this episode is episode number sixty six zero, and we're still going, still going. So on that note, remember that I'm one of your hosts, Barry Three D. I'm here with DJ Rod C. Let's go. Yes, this is the Iconist Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And as we always say, this whole world was put together by a piece of paper, a pencil, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Let's do it. I'm going. I'm This is how we do. Oh. We done. <laughs>